Hey guys, before we get into this episode, I just want to apologize for the audio. We were having some technical difficulties on my end with volume issues, so I just want to put it out there. Uh, Apologize for that and um, enjoy the show. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me, and I am your host, Angelica. This is the podcast that talks about a little bit of everything, so sit back and enjoy the show. Let's get ready to rumble! It's 90 Day Fiance time with my co-host, Suki Han Quinton. Hello, everyone, and yes, we are back with 90 Day Fiance. My family went through the stomach flu, but here we are. We are back, and let's get into this episode. Oh, my goodness. 90 days before the 90 days. So I, I keep like I'm repeating myself here, but we are in strict on time right now. But this episode we're talking about is overboard. I know we missed a couple, but it's okay. I, I got to say the season's okay. I feel like we're kind of like dragging on these days. So let's get into this. Um, I just want to touch a little bit on Gino and Jasmine because Gino arrives in Colombia, and before he left, he was a little bit like, oh my gosh, I need to stand up for myself to Jasmine and yada, 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 yada. And guess what? They're at these amazing amazing apartment that Gino's forking out and really kind of just the mood changes for him completely 360 he says that every time um he hears about Jasmine's spending habits he really just completely his whole body and mind shuts down and starts stressing about how the hell am I gonna afford this type of luxury lifestyle back home so what are your thoughts about this episode? Because they got really crazy and Gino refuses to cut potatoes and onions on a plate because he wanted a cutting but, board. Okay, no, no, no. <laughs> Go. Okay. First of all, he knows he can't afford it. He just needs to stop. I'm calling Britney Spears initials on this one. Like, he just needs to stop and say that he can't afford it. Like, really? Okay. Yeah, three thousand dollars for a two bedroom. Like, okay, Jasmine, I'm sorry, but three thousand dollars is not going to buy you a luxury apartment in New York City. It may where he's from, but you're still looking more at houses, not at, uh, not at apartments. So three thousand dollars in New York City. Let's say Manhattan. She'll be good if she can find a shoebox. Okay. We're, we're just not doing that. You know, we have to really go back to like Danielle, who was paying $4,000, $5,000 a month rent. That's how much rent is here in New York City. So I don't know what she thinks she's coming to, but it's definitely not where she's living now. And if he can't afford it, he needs to step up. Now, honestly, never thought I would say this, but I have to agree with Gino on this. Some people are not comfortable you know, with, with peeling vegetables with a knife. And then she doesn't even give him a paring knife. Like, okay, lady, I'm sorry. If you could spend 3000, see spending $3,000 on an apartment, you should fork out like a couple of dollars and buy a vegetable peel. Like seriously, 
I mean, for real, I, 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 he can get over the plate, but like she hands him this big butcher knife and says, well, you know, this, we may do well then girlfriend, you should have made do with a smaller apartment that was cheaper. You can't be a queen on one side and make him do on the other. Like pick a struggle seriously and then she's crying oh i just wanted to make a vegan meal for him oh, oh, oh. yeah like please save it darcy 5.0 really and 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 the, well let me put you to bed we get it we get it you you have a high sex drive yeah you and half of the world like let's Let's get over it. I still don't see what she sees in this guy. I still don't think that this couple is match. And I'm not going to say it's because of looks. I'm really saying it's because they're really not a match. She's being a gold digger and he's just Gino, whatever Gino does. So yeah, there's that. I, I completely agree with you. And to wrap up with this couple, it was frustrating watching them and her just kind of overreacting. I know the Twitterverse is kind of like half and half with both of these two. Basically, half of the world is siding with uh, Gino. The other half is siding with uh, Jasmine. But I'm going to say my opinion quickly here. I, it's just these two need to be separated. Gino needs to Definitely. grow some cojones and actually really need to tell her, I cannot afford this back in the United States. And you're going to have to find a job or do something. But isn't she on OnlyFans? I believe she is. I believe she is. I'm not shocked by, you know, her view of the landscape, as she calls it. But yeah, so I'm not shocked. And I mean, if she's looking to afford a luxury apartment, yeah, girlfriend better uh, be on OnlyFans. For real. Let's move on. Who did you want to talk about next? Uh, let's quickly get into Tyree because we didn't see too much of him. I'm sorry, Tyree, T-Dog, T-Man, whatever you want to be called. I was on your side. But I told you, dude, that Carmelo was kind of like, Carl, we find out that it's Christian. <sighs> can somebody please tell this man to get a clue? Can Can we please? Like, I don't understand why he's insisting that Carmela is real. Somebody's lying. You know, he already had a visible reaction. But yeah, he's determined that he's going to see you know, Carmela in the Barbados. So <sighs> don't know what else to say. I honestly, you know, it was crazy to have this catfish right at the beginning of the season. I, I don't understand where his mind's at of thinking. I know it's too much to process of like going through this whole situation and having Carmela be Christian and how he's moving on with it. But honestly, take your sister's advice. You know, you're going to have to just you know, just process this whole thing and try to move on. And he's just like in denial of this whole thing. But if the producers, the fact that he's like, oh, the producers, I think they're lying to me. I'm like, dude, no, like their job is to find the other person to set up for filming. You know what I mean? Because you're apparently going to go there. Right. So 
it's interesting. I wonder how he proceeds on with this. It seems like he does go to Barbados because we've seen some of the previews at the beginning of the season. But uh, I'm 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 loving this because you know something does happen right at the beginning opposed to I have a secret like seven episodes in and it's like you know one of the dumbest secrets. Uh, but I'm 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 enjoying the storyline in a way of like we just got the action because it's helping with the rest of the cast, which we're kind of like okay, look, can we just move on already because we get it, and so I'm glad there's some action going on. It sucks for him though. I I I honestly am. I it it just sucks for him, and I feel bad for him, but it gave us like this umph into uh, the season so far. So, who did you want to talk about next? Hmm, I don't know. You pick because they were pretty even after that. Let's get into Riley. So Riley is uh, I know we didn't get into much of these characters, but again, for the sake of time, uh, Riley is heading to Vietnam to meet his um, girlfriend and we get to learn more about her. Uh, she's going out with friends and just saying, hey, you know, guys, guess what? I've been dating this guy for two years and he's an American and, you know, I'm excited. He is arriving very soon. You guys get to meet him and yada, yada, yada. And I was just like, damn, the friends are like, whoa, wait, what? Like, we're just finding this out now. <laughs> uh, pretty hilarious. But it's interesting because um, she... She explains, like, you know, I love him. He supports me and I love his humor. I love everything. Like, she's just going on and on about him. But in Riley's point of view, it seems like he's having some concerns because he keeps asking if she's actually divorced and she keeps saying yes, but he's in kind of like, hmm, I don't think you are. I think you're lying to me. And he ends up calling a private investigator saying, hey, I just want to see what services you provide, how you do your work, because I'm going to see my girlfriend in Vietnam. And I feel like she's hiding something that she's probably still married, even though she told me uh, she she's been divorced. Like, I don't know. She's been on dating apps when we separated for a little bit. And now we're back together. So he just really is confused to uh, if she's actually telling the truth. Riley is just holy Hannah. Like this guy's confidence and trust issues with this woman. Dude, why are you even just you should have just hired the private investigator and then you could have decided if you wanted to go and see her. But he takes that risk and decides to go see her. And um, we we still haven't seen them together yet because we're kind of just seeing 24 hours before he arrives. But he's super excited. And of course, he does find out when he tells his dad, hey, I'm heading out. Dad says, well, I just wanted to let you something, let you in on something. She's been talking to me. You know, he's she's been saying a lot of things about him, how, you know, uh, basically negative stuff to turn him against to his own son. And he didn't really say much, but that kind of just rattled him up even more and not understanding why she would do such a thing. But I don't know, Riley, if your gut feeling is telling you this is not going to work out, buddy, just don't do it. Agreed, but I, I think Riley just went in not trusting her. Now, her talking to his dad, huge no-no. But I think Riley just went in not trusting her. Like, he was determined to find something wrong. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if, I don't know about this couple. Because the other thing is, 
why is she not telling her friends? That was very confusing to me. Like what, what's so different that you can't tell your friends? So I'm just wondering. I'm really, really wondering. I don't know. I think this is a little, this couple, I don't, I don't, I don't like to make predictions, but I don't know if this couple is going to make it. I don't think so either. I agree with you. Um, there's, uh, there's, it's so weird. Like it, I look back and I think in general, normally when people are in a relationship for that long, I think like literally six weeks into it, you're like, Hey, guess what? I'm dating somebody. And in this case, it's like two years. Like she's definitely yeah, hiding something. That, because that was my question. I'm like, why is she hiding him for two whole years? Like, what is it about him that you don't want to tell your friends? Like, Hey, you know, I met this guy, you know, it's, it's, I, I don't know. Super strange. Super strange. A hundred percent. So I agree with you. Um, prediction wise, I don't think they're going to make it, but it'll be surprising if they did, but knowing Riley's personality and his background and his fields, I, I strongly see that this is not going to happen, but who knows? Who knows if you love someone so much and you're just like, I guess I'll stick with them. <laughs> Even though they've had a horrible past <laughs> or they're lying to me because it seems like a trend here on 90 Day Fiance. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely, definitely. Uh, are we done with this couple? Yes, we are done. So... Um, Razin and Amanda. Yeah, Razin and Amanda. Oh. Okay. Yeah, we had the same feeling. I I don't know. Okay, so let's give this couple a little whatever. Zhuzh, should we say? There's been some interesting talk about the timeline now there was a timeline going all over twitter um and part of it is his friends or her friend chiming in and saying hey you know the they were talking sooner than we thought you know she may have actually been talking to him while she was actually married and her husband was still alive um, but the weird thing about this timeline is it actually takes into account like when her husband was born, her husband's like was like 15 years older than her. Um, and Rasbin is, I think, a couple of years younger than she is. So it's super, it's like super strange. But then, you know, going into the timeline of like her getting married, having kids. It seems like she may have been talking to him earlier than she's claiming. We don't have proof yet, but people are doing the digging. Thank you, internet. Um, but yeah, it's super strange. You know, even with the timeline that she's giving, it is pretty soon, you know, but who knows? But she is there. They're having a great time. But I don't know. She's just seeming to be a Debbie Downer. And it's like, to me, she's not, if she's finding herself constantly feeling like she's not ready. She just needs to say so. You know, I get it. 
you know, she may not be prepared, but why did she go looking for love if she really wasn't there yet? She's looking for this man. She's sleeping in his bed. She's, you know, and the kids are, you know, um, you know, asking her, is she sleeping in his bed? And they're saying, you know, they miss Dada and all this stuff. And I'm like, and she keeps claiming, you know, I'm doing this for my kids. I have to protect my kids. From what? I'm I'm really wondering what she's protecting her kids from because she doesn't have to proceed with this relationship. So my question keeps being, what is she protecting her children from herself? Literally, that's my feeling here. I honestly... I don't want to touch too much on the, this this couple again because we are limited with time today. But I have to say she needs to focus on herself a little bit more and focus on her kids because they're clearly not ready, even though they're young. And sometimes they may not understand that, you know, mom's got to move on and all that stuff. But just by seeing them, it breaks my heart and what they're saying because they still need to be together and continue on with their, um, I guess, how do I say it? Like, I, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is their grieving process. They still need to really focus on each other and try to see how they can move on from, you know, this tragic event and having this person they all love so much not be around anymore in their lives. Um, and especially being a, like a father, like your dad is gone and your husband is gone. So, and I just want Anna. Okay. Yes. She's experienced like, oh my gosh, this guy, Amanda, this guy, oh my gosh, like, you know, he's so cute. He's so hot and everything, but she's not ready and she's realizing it now. She's contemplating on going home early, but I want her to really, I feel like this was a good experience, but also now, okay, let me just get back to the drawing board. And this guy's moving pretty quick, you know, already giving her uh, a key to his apartment kind of reminds me of Tom and Darcy situation back in the day. But also he's just like, well, what happens if I come to America? I hide to the visa. And it makes me feel like, you know what? He just wants to go to America and shoot his content for his TikTok, become more popular. And that's it. I don't like he may say he loves her and he's becoming a good actor, but I just the fact that you're like, hey, I, I I have an interview. I'm going to America or something like, dude, like you just met the girl. Like, we don't even know if she really wants to be with you after because obviously the reaction she's getting from her kids and the kids miss her so much, which they have every right to like, you know, she's ready to be just home with her children at this point. Agreed. And I think she should just go like, I'm how can I put it? I think she thinks she made a mistake. And if she feels that way, she really needs to tell him. And and that's all there is to it, because I don't think it's fair to him at all. I agree. It's not fair to him at all, but we'll see what happens because now she's just like, well, I think I'm going to cut my trip short because my kids need me. And, you know, I'm glad she's thinking about her kids, but she needs to be straight up with him and said, you know what? I don't think I can do this. I'm not ready. That's it. Plain and simple. Agreed. So hmm. I don't know about this couple. I really just think she needs to 
cut her trip short. So yeah. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. All right. So we were introduced to a new couple last night, which was Nicola and Misha. Um, Misha is from Israel. And, sorry. Nicola's from Israel. Israel. Misha is from, my God, California, I'm assuming. Yes. Yes. So she used to be a journalist. She was very uh, good at her job in the TV industry, uh, providing the local views. But then just recently, she kind of had this uh, religious awakening and converted to becoming a Catholic, a Roman Catholic, I think she said. And she beats Nicola online, which um, he's from Israel, like I mentioned. He is 44. Two or 45, not married yet, still a virgin. She's been divorced, uh, has had two uh, children, and she's ready to take that leap and remarrying and getting married to uh, Nicola. So I'm going to say she's really good at TV. Like, I think from right at the beginning, the way she projects herself and everything, I'm just like, She's 100% acting for some reason. I don't know. I'm getting this feeling of this acting unless because she's been in the TV industry for such a long time. It's just stuck to her at this point because I felt like everything was a story. Like she was, you know, she's really giving the news to me, to be honest. (laughs) She's really giving me the local news. So it kind of got me confusing and wondering, okay, what is Misha there for? Like, is she actually there for love or she's just trying to redeem herself in the TV industry? I don't know. What did you think about her? I don't know. I think she could actually be in love with Nicola. Now, I know he's, you know, he's very happy to be with her, but I think she could actually be in it for him. You know, like she's really looking for love. I guess I wasn't used to the way she projected herself, I guess, on TV because she was like, you know, I am this. I I love these red shoes and I can wear this with this dress. And I feel like today is going to be such a great day. Like, you know what I mean? I feel like because it's so engraved to her to speak that way. I just kind of felt it. But you may have something. I know the girls are a bit concerned about their mom and making sure that this man that's coming into her life is not going to change their life and their decisions and the way they live. And they don't want to be judged, which is 100%. I agree, which they shouldn't. Um, But I, I feel like Nicola, because he has these older culture traits, I feel like he will do that. And sometimes they may clash. Like, I don't know. This is interesting. We get to meet a new couple pretty much uh, three episodes after and um uh, is it three episodes yes three episodes after and um i'm really curious how this couple is going to really work out yeah they seem like a very interesting couple very interesting couple you know because he lives with his mom you know, and he says he's proud of it because you're supposed to live with your mom until you get married so let's see Let's see. So guys, this was 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days episode three. It's getting juicy, but some parts are just struggling just a tad bit. I hope it picks up pretty soon and we can move forward here. But I'm excited. The next episode being released will be Love in Paradise as we're doing things separately. Uh, Don't forget to check out CQP Moments podcast. And thank you for tuning in. And that's all we have for now. Bye, guys. I'm Anthony. 
And I'm Jessica with the Beautiful Feet Podcast. Hey, it's your boy Bromar, host of the Bromar Show. Hello, everyone. It's the Coupon Queen Pin from the CQP Moments Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is your boy Ken, aka the gentleman of the gentleman lifestyle podcast. Hi, this is Stephanie Valente, your local massage therapist. Yeah. And you're you listening, are to you listening to, to a, a little, little bit of everything, everything with Angelica. Angelica. That's it for now. And thank you for tuning in on another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me, 